You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Hold one, Andre. Don't tell me, Bob Everybody and welcome once again to the only show that uh, does things on fantasy booking stuff. I but really butchered the audio. Did I hurt your ears, Mikey? <laughs> you were very loud. <laughs> sorry, I'm you, sorry. Uh, you, you like turned up the music a little bit and I was like, hell yeah, this rules. And then you started talking and now my ears are bleeding. I turned down the music. <laughs> oh, for me, it went up <laughs> toward the end. And then you were very loud. <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> that's interesting maybe i'll look into that uh well yeah welcome everybody to another episode of hit the books the only podcast that every single week hits you with every we we basically write our own versions of raw and smackdown every single week if you're new here we gotta explain it for our new folks we love you mm-hmm. um but every single week we write our own versions of raw and smackdown we present whether them you're to new each other. or since you've been here from the beginning. We love you. Whether you're new, you're old, you're young, or you're fold. And by that, I mean like you're fat, so you have like a bunch of folds. That's me. <laughs> that's me. That's my, that's, I'm still trying to get rid of this, uh, this fucking pandemic belly. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mikey. Yeah, it was the pandemic that made my stuff. <laughs> That was the reason. Nothing else. (laughs) I love you, Mikey. I love you. You know I love you. That was the perfect comedic timing of... I love you. Well, we're off to an amazing start. Uh, let's boost our egos. If you're new here, we present our own versions of Raw and SmackDown to each other for the first time ever, and you get to vote on which one you liked more on Twitter, at CountOutPod. So if you like what we're doing here, and you want to stay up to date on, uh, a, let's say, a better version of Raw and SmackDown, then, of course, subscribe to whatever podcast feed you got. Mikey, how are you doing, my friend? Um, it's been an eventful week, I feel like, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? Good. Uh, I got my, as of recording, it has been a full week since I've been, uh, fully vexed. Nice. Or not, not as of recording, as of release of this episode. So as of today, you're listening to it today. Uh, I am fully, I, I am one week from being, uh, so second, second round of vaccine. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, I am also one week of seeing my favorite movie in theaters and I'm still riding that high from last night. Uh, <laughs> because, oh my God. I saw. I went to, to the tenth anniversary re-release of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. and it was in the, the Dolby Atmos like theater. So it was like a very fancy theater with a big fancy screen that was like higher quality and big fancy speakers that were like lining the walls. And that, if you haven't seen that movie, it is a movie all about the journey of one person and also that person's band. Yeah. So there's a lot of music in this movie. So, 
the sound quality being the way it was just made the movie 10 times better. And I just completely fell in love with it. Like all over again. That's awesome. Uh, and I, and I seeing that movie and the way I was excited in that theater and the way I was like, I couldn't control how happy I was in some moments was just like, now I remember why this is my favorite movie. Do you think, I know I say it all the time, but like now I, this is definitely my favorite movie of all time. Do you think that the fact that you were in like a movie theater experience, experiencing this as well for what the first time in, in God knows how long, yeah, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, it was actually it was actually the first time I've seen that movie specifically in theaters. Uh, I didn't see it on release in theaters like I wanted to. I tried to convince my friends to go with me because I was like, "Look, it's like they're fighting in a video game style, and it's like so, and it's like a comic book movie. Like this is so our shit." And nobody wanted to go. Nobody was interested. So mm-hmm. I didn't end up seeing it in theaters the first time around. Uh, I ended up seeing it later, and when it came out on like DVD, and loving it. Uh, so getting to see it in theaters for the first time, the way I saw it was pretty magical for me. So, cause it was like the first time your favorite movie on top of seeing in theaters for the first time ever. And on top of being in a theater for the first time in like a year and a half. Yeah. It was just the combinations. It was a combo of, of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. So I, congratulations. I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, I also, uh, have received my second dose of the vaccine. Um, so I'm, I'm awaiting that two week period to, uh, to get one more week to get that, um, uh, uh, normal life stuff. I'm hoping they, they, by the time, you know, the moment we're recording this, they, they recently announced that like, um, people who have been vaccinated can like be outside without a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, you know, I, I would argue, I mean, at least in the, in Georgia, I feel like most people have already kicked to the curb. <laughs> I mean, I mean, within six feet, yeah, but, like, mm. if I'm taking a walk around my neighborhood, yeah, I mean, I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm, like, walking my dog around the block, then, yeah, no, yeah. who needs a mask, but... Um, which, see, follow CDC guidelines, don't listen to us, don't, don't do what yeah. we're doing. Um, but, uh, at the very if least... If I'm in, like, a crowded park, or, like, going somewhere where I know there's gonna be a lot of people, even if it's outside, it's, like, still wear a mask. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we are, so yeah, so I got my second dose, uh, I had a butt ton of side effects, uh, I don't know if you had any side effects with your second dose. Uh, I was a little sluggish, and I had a headache for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but otherwise, no, I felt pretty okay. I felt like a zombie, I had, like, a fever, I was obviously sluggish and extremely sore, I was coughing, I was (laughs) just, I was dying over here. Uh, and I'd miss work and everything. It was it was awful. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, my boss put it perfectly where it's just like, I would rather have a day off work feeling awful um, than, you know, have the virus for two weeks. Of, yeah. Like, you know, be coughing for a full week. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. And I, I don't remember if I, we might have missed an episode because of it. But It's like, would you rather be a little sick for a day or get covid it's like get, yeah get covid out for a week and a half two weeks um uh, have to force the quarantine stuff but then also have the potential for it to be really bad we have to go to the icu and be on the ventilator and cost thousands of dollars or just or just be sick for one day it feels like there's really no or get, yeah get a free vaccine that uh makes you sick for a day <laughs> exactly um it's a, it, not even like a mo- it's a, well one it's several things it's a moral some people, some people don't even have side effects 
Like yeah. some people don't even feel that. Some people don't even get sick. Like it's, so don't even get that, that sick the next day. Like I like I said, I was basically on my feet and feeling fine the whole day after I got my, my shot. Like yeah. I was basically like I was a little nauseous, I had a bit of a headache, and I was just a t- a touch sluggish. But like A, when am I not tired? <laughs> <laughs> B, the headache lasted for maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. C the nausea was not even that bad. I didn't feel like I was going to puke. I just, like, my stomach just felt gross, you yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah, my dad didn't have any side effects. My brother and sister had similar ones to me, and my mom was, like, sick for two days. Um, mm-hmm. I, Jessie was similar, where she was sick for two days. We had very, we had slightly different versions, where it's like, I was super sick for a full day, and then she was, like, kind of sick for two days. So, like, her Ooh. curve got flattened, if you will. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's a real toss up for who gets side effects. Um, and it, I mean, what I was gonna say was that you know, if I don't know if we even recorded or if I missed an episode or whatever we did, but remember I was like sick. I like had the virus like back in February, or early March or whatever last year. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I don't want that again. <laughs> That's I know what I, I know what it feels like to cough, Mikey, to cough nonstop for a full week probably is miserable like like you're coughing so much that you can't talk or you start coughing like i'm sitting there just focusing on like drinking water and like did that week for our episode i don't know what we did uh maybe we didn't have an episode at all or something i think we we may have just taken a break (laughs) yeah because i was just like i couldn't talk i could like i was just sitting there focusing on like drinking water and if i didn't have any water like, you know how, like, I do this thing sometimes when I'm coughing where I'm, like, I'm, I focus really hard on, like, trying to, quote-unquote, drink my saliva to try to <laughs> to try to try be, like, just anything. Just really focus on Please. anything to, you know, really lubricate, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might sound weird. But it's, uh, yeah, no, it, it was awful. And I don't want that again. <laughs> I don't That's want anyone fair. else to have that. It's, like, the moral ethical decision to get the vaccine is a good idea. The cause benefit analysis of getting the vaccine that's free versus potentially being sick for two weeks where you lose a bunch of money at work, probably, or uh, have to be on a ventilator that costs thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, what, it's a no-brainer. Point is, point is, go get vaccinated. Yeah, but uh, at the very least, yeah, I'm excited. Um, you know, the country, I guess, sli- very slightly opened up by time. I, I feel like by time our two weeks are up, you know, more things will be open. I don't, mm-hmm. I feel like Georgia opened everything already. That sounds, I mean, that yeah. sounds very Georgia. Last to close first to open, right? Like you said. Yeah. I feel like that's very Georgia. There's a, <laughs> there, there was a thing that happened for a governor recently, which there always is something that happens mm-hmm. with a governor. He tweeted out a picture of him like f- boating down the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. And, My, and being like uh, uh, just making sure our country is are safe and secure and everyone's like you're three states over from the Rio Grande if you don't know the Rio Grande I believe it's Rio Grande um, is in Texas <laughs> Kemp <laughs> is the governor of Georgia and everyone's like well no I'm sure Georgians love that you're in Texas making sure they're safe why don't you go and protect your Georgians why the hell do you care Oh my god! I don't know, man. Uh, I was just excited when the other day I went to go pick up food from my local pizzeria that I w- that I've been going to since I was like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to get food and seeing that they had tables set up again and there was like people eating inside because I was like, good. Like, they, they had like only like half their table set up, obviously. Uh, and the tables were spaced out enough that like it was fine to eat without a mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just, it was just I mean, exciting well, to see that. To be fair, you, ha- getting... you to be fair, you have to eat without a mask, Mikey. You can't. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> you can't. It, it was just it was just nice to see. It was just nice to see that uh, they're getting back on their feet, you know, because for the longest time they literally had like the the floor was empty. They had no table set up. They were doing only takeout or delivery. So it's just nice to see them getting back to a little bit of normal, you know. Uh, I'm looking up now uh, whether or not Kemp, uh, our governor, our great governor, uh, did everything. And yeah, uh, signed an executive order Friday. Was it Friday, August thirtieth? <laughs> I think he said he was going to rolling back requirements that calls for restaurant workers to wear masks. Um, uh, other safety guidelines for gyms, movie theaters, barbershops, close contact businesses, uh, scales back restrictions for live performance events, and it clears the way for sports organizations to more easily hold events. So speaking, maybe speaking, Ryan, of live sporting events, yes. Uh, maybe we'll maybe maybe we'll see a, a AEW have shows in Georgia or SummerSlam will be in WWE. Speaking about WWE, there we go. There it is. There it is. Get all the way back. Let's finally talk about it. Uh, every single week we already talk about we book it on versus Raw and SmackDown. I'm booking Raw. Mikey, you're booking SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Uh, like we said, every single week we do this. Uh, yeah, why, why don't we get into what Monday Night has in store for Raw? What? don't we why don't we uh let's start off the show as always not as always but uh in most cases let's start off the show with our wwe champion in this god dang universe keith lee he opens up monday night raw he says that two weeks ago he was attacked by the new one nation you know our celebration was ruined my wwe championship has been targeted so now is not the time for words but rather actions if you so dare to come down and meet me once again, Roman, I will be pleased to give you the ass whooping that you deserve. Roman Reigns does come out and stays at the ramp. Roman says, or Roman tells Keith Lee that, like my associate said last week, there is a new king in town. I've said from the moment he screwed me out of my WWE Championship title, WWE Championship title, my title last year, that I will not stop until I get back what is mine. So I sat, I waited, I went to hell and back, joined forces with my best enemy, and I created an army. Your kingdom will fall, Keith, and you will acknowledge me. Keith Lee says the time uh, was over. Uh, time for talking was over weeks ago. If I'm, uh, if the only way I can get you in a ring is to put my title on the line, then so be it. I don't care. But I know you, and I know your goons, Roman. I will not let you go easy. I want you at WrestleMania Backlash in a steel cage match with me. This is not over between us, Roman. Roman responds saying, not for now. Then the rest of One Nation jump Keith Lee from behind as Roman (gasps) just watches. Oh no, a four-on-one fight here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, well, three-on-one fight. Roman's just watching from the ramp. So yeah. uh, Cruz, Champa, and um, uh, and Tozawa are attacking Keith Lee, uh, and there we go. Uh, Keith, One Nation get the upper hand at the end of that opening segment. Keith Lee is going to have quite the uh, hurdle to overcome if he wants to defend that WWE Championship. 
Yes, which is Especially why... now that Roman's got one nation on his side. Exactly right, which is why he chose a, a steel cage match. Um, I like it. Knowing knowing that, hey, look, they are going to jump me from behind probably during the match. So and it turns out that was probably true because they mm-hmm. just did uh, after he and predicted we all, it. we all know they're probably going to find a way to cheat during a steel cage match anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, so, uh, it makes sense, it makes sense, it puts Keith Lee on edge, put in a steel cage match, trap him in with each other, uh, and we'll have a beautiful steel cage match for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania Backlash. Very nice. I gotta remember what, that's WrestleMania Backlash. (laughs) WrestleMania Backlash. Of course, of course. But it's actually backlash this time, not me getting it mixed up with Fastlane. No, uh, no, of course not. Uh, yeah, that, it's actually backlash this time. Finally, after all these years, it's finally I can, backlash. I can, it's actually backlash. I can actually say I'm building for backlash and it'd be correct. <laughs> um, let's move right along. We got a tag team match up next. We got the Viking Raiders. Uh, they are taking on the team of Birch and Lorkin. All right. Um, with Viking Raiders get picking up the victory. Okay, okay. I like uh, it. Af- for the Viking Raiders here. Yeah. Uh, after the match... Also, Birch and Lorcan, I feel like... This, sorry, I feel like this is the first time we've seen them in a while. Sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, I believe it was Danny Birch that was injured for quite a while, and then mm-hmm. Oni Lorcan was sort of doing a thing with One Nation, and then they got injured because of One Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they're now... I think they both kind of fully returned more at... Uh, WrestleMania Battle Royal last WrestleMania. But nice. uh but yeah, no, yeah. Finally finally starting to get back starting to get back to the groove of things, so maybe we'll see more of them. You know, you know, Birch and Lorcan are back, you know what that means, Ryan. What's that? We gotta throw them up. We gotta throw them up. And that's it. That's all for the audio medium. <laughs> um, but yeah, Viking Raiders do get the victory. Uh after the match, Eric and Ivar say that they don't care about what's happening with your new leadership. What we care about is plunder. Vikings have a long history. Plunder. Plunder. Vikings have a long, very long history of invading new lands and taking what they deem is theirs. Well, one nation, we want those raw tag team championships and trust us when we say it, we're taking them at backlash. I like it. I like it. Building one nation versus uh Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see Viking Raiders uh, lend Keith Lee a hand, possibly. Yeah, hindsight, maybe I should have had Viking Raiders come out and like attack One Nation, and then they go straight into their tag team match. You know, that probably. I, better. Mean, <laughs> I mean, they could, I mean, I mean, there's still that steel cage match if uh, One Nation tries to get frisky. You know, Keith Lee just might have some backup. Is what I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, move right along. You know, backstage segment with Shayna Baszler. Uh, explaining her attack last week, uh, saying that, um, you know, that she uh, deserves a rematch, that she's been champion for, what, what was it, August to April, six months? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. She she was was a a very long-reigning champion. She's been a champion for so long, she deserves a rematch. Uh, Asuka doesn't deserve that shot, I do, etc., etc., uh, Asuka comes in. Asuka walks up, says that she's that Shayna Baszler ruined her title match. Baszler says that she doesn't care because she's already got her match at Backlash and blows Asuka off. Just a reminder, at, at, yeah, just a reminder. After that women's championship match with Asuka and Rhea Ripley last week, we announced that it would be Ripley versus Baszler at Backlash. Mm-hmm. So Baszler, of course, doesn't care about ruining your title match because I got what I wanted. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So good on. 
on Baszler. Uh, good? Yeah, quote-unquote. Good Good for the bad person. Yeah. Uh, move right along. We got a tag match. It's Bronson Reed and Jake Atlas here um, okay. uh, with Ricochet in their corner. Um, oh, yeah. Taking on the team of Dijakovic um, and uh, a mystery partner. A mystery partner? A mystery partner indeed. Who can it be? Uh, uh, well, we got Reed and Atlas on one side. You know, remember Dijakovic attacked Reed last week following, or during a match with or Ricochet and Jake Atlas in a match. So during that match with Reed seconding, Dijakovic attacked Reed. Dijakovic's mm-hmm. bringing in a partner. That partner is going to be Mikey, the returning Arturo Ruas. Ooh, Arturo Ruas. I like it. I like it. Yes, was injured for quite a while. He has finally returned. This is his time for redemption. Uh, and he is returning with Dijakovic against his former tag team partner, Bronson Reed. And, of course, Dijakovic and Ruas get the victory. All right. All right. I like this team. Yes. Dijakovic the, and Ruas. Yeah, tell, talk to me about it. What, any thoughts about those things? I'm... I, I just like it. I think they're too, they think they uh, their styles are uh, their styles kind of meld well in the ring. Uh, they can make for some cool ta- uh, double team moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what they do together. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got a video package. It's a little promo here. We're in the in the black void with the U.S. champion Alistair Black. Black says that in every expansion of a country, there are those forced into the shadows. Luckily, the shadows are where I live. Tommaso Ciampa, you've shown that your sights have set on my U.S. championship, uh, a championship you lost at WrestleMania. Despite that, you feel like you need to take it back. You, know, you can have your match. I will grant you that. But you have to come to the shadows with me. You're not the one barking orders no longer. You must fight me and only me for it. The lights turn on behind Aleister Black, showcasing that Black is sitting in a boiler room. Black mm-hmm. continues saying that there, that here in the depths of this arena, I will break you, I will mangle you, I will take your skull and press it against the hot metal of these containers. You will learn what it means to lose once again. I will be expecting you. I Listen, I love it. I love what Aleister Black's doing. He is great. Uh, right now, what you're doing with him is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but if 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 like you asked him what his favorite Sonic the Hedgehog character was, he would definitely say Shadow because he's the most <laughs> relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when when Alistair Black is a baby face, he has big Shadow energy. <laughs> big Shadow the Hedgehog energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like Shadow the Hedgehog from the Shadow the Hedgehog video game. Exactly, exactly. Everyone that suddenly is going to walk out with a gun for some reason. <laughs> I was okay. We we talked about this like uh, a while ago uh, on the on the the, the uh, Indie Water special for the Collective. Mm-hmm. There was one entrance from I think it was Big Gay Brunch, and the guy's music was the Shadow the Hedgehog theme. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that, and I flashback to when I was like 14 playing it on the PS2. That's hilarious. I I had that game uh, and I definitely played it, but I don't think I ever finished it. Like I had a lot of video games when I was younger where I would just get stuck on one section and then I would just move on to another game because I was like, I got other games I can play. I don't have to, you know, tr- attempt to beat this every time. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember, uh, I, I remember I don't know why I was like, we were getting stuck because it was like a weirdly a choose your own adventure game too. Um, but yes, so that is sort of announcement for next week. It's going to be Alistair Black taking on Tommaso Ciampa 
United States Championship on the line in a Boiler Room Brawl. I like it. Boiler Room Brawl. What a name. Oh, yeah, baby. Harkening back to what? Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Mankind. Um, I feel like Big Boss Man probably had one. I don't know. Um, uh, well, oh, MVP versus Sammy Callahan at M- MLW, <laughs> I think was one. <laughs> um, the Boiler Room Brawl, baby. Um, next up, we got a bounty match. You may remember this from last week. The bounty match, LLC versus Jobbers. L, of course, LLC gets the victory. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it'd be pretty, pretty obvious here. LLC. Pretty yeah, basically the bounty match. I'll explain it again since I explained it last week. Basically, the losers. Uh, if you beat LLC, you get paid. Uh, and you know, two jobbers took that challenge and lost. So, no money for them. <laughs> just, just run it back from last week when it got cut. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> backstage, uh, we see Oscar and Adam Pierce come out of Adam Pierce's office, and Oscar, of course, leaves. Uh, interviewer asks what happened. And Adam Pierce says that Oscar brought up a good point about what happened last week. And yes, a loss is a loss, and she understands that. Uh, but that asterisk, asterisk for that loss was caused by Shayna Baszler. Uh, so it didn't result in a clean finish. Mm-hmm. I do feel for Asuka, but I did give Shayna Baszler her match already, so there's a little situation we have going on. She will get her chance at entering the Raw Women's Championship match at Backlash if she is able to defeat Shayna Baszler tonight. Okay. That's right. Okay. So our main event is going to be Asuka versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, if Asuka defeats Shayna Baszler, it will become a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania Backlash. I like it. I like it. I like the idea of a possible triple threat between Baszler, Asuka, and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You'll love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, moving right along, a simple singles match of Jeff Hardy taking on Robert Roode. Uh, of course, nice. with his fellow dirty dog, Dolph Ziggler. Bob- Bobbert Rude. Bobbert Bood. <laughs> the dirty, the dirtiest, the, one of two dirty dogs. Yes. Um, Jeff Hardy, of course, gets the victory here. Uh, after the previous match, Jeff Hardy calls out Edge, uh, saying that he wants to try to convince him to get down a better path. And instead of Edge, out comes Randy Orton. Uh-oh. Orton says that he knows where Edge is and that's very far away from you jeff uh edge doesn't want to hear any other voices right now and that's and that's not me being the devil on his shoulder jeff you see you've, you've had it all wrong edge came to me for help you know not his family not his friends not you me his partner his tag team partner a guy that knows him more than anyone else on this planet you would know that too jeff if your partner was still here but no you're all alone, stranded, with no one in your corner. Where did where did Jeff's partner go? I don't know. With no one in your corner. And that's and that's what's sad, Jeff. How can people trust you? How could Edge trust you when you've let down so many people before? Hardy, of course, slaps, strikes Randy Orton across the face, and the two brawl, resulting in the two being pulled apart. Love it. Love it. I, I love this feud. Uh, I I think I said this to you. I said this to you off podcast, but I'm just gonna say it again. I love the fact that in 2021 we have a feud involving Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and Edge. Yeah. Like it's such a throwback for me, and it just makes me feel so nostalgic mm-hmm. 
for when I for when I watched like for when I watched SmackDown as like a kid, because the, the these are the people I were I was watching, you know, mm-hmm. like I was I was watching Orton, I was watching Edge, I was watching Christian, I was watching Jeff Hardy. Like it just feels like I'm like I'm 15 again. Yeah. No, and I and this is how I feel like it. Thank you, first of all, but this is also like how I feel like you got to put these like old current legends like in to, like I'm putting them, well obviously I'm putting them all together for a reason and part of it is like you know you know I put Edge into the world title picture and then he lost of course then we're bringing him back down out of it um, but it is sort of this thing of like you know y- y- to get the nostalgia you don't have to have Edge challenge for the world title and be constantly a main card title picture. Just put him with other people he faced back in the day. Put him on yeah. with Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, and that's n- the nostalgia. You'd be like, that was the world title feud back in the day. But then it's like, oh, and then we followed up with, you know, of course, our main event, Sheena Baszler versus Asuka. You know, followed up with Keith Lee. You know, we're showcasing like, the present. Because at the... It's like, yeah, it's it's like you have you have both spectrums in the same show, right? Yeah. Because like back in the day, I think at the, I think at the same time, Edge was World Heavyweight Champion, Hardy was WWE Champion, right? Uh, or they yeah, were, or they were like close. I believe that yeah, it was around the same time. I mean, they but definitely like, they definitely feuded over the WWE Championship as well because when Jeff Hardy won it, Armageddon, yeah, it was a triple threat between him, Edge, and Triple H. Correct at Armageddon two thousand eight, I think. Sure. Nine oh nine ten, it was it was two thousand eight or two thousand nine something like that. Uh, I remember this because Jeff Hardy used to be my favorite WWE superstar. He was every, uh, he was everyone's. Yeah, he was every uh, every teenage boy's. He was he was the Darby Allen of our generation. Yeah, no, you're right. That that is that is a great way to describe mm-hmm. how Jeff Hardy used to be the Darby Allen of the Darby Allen of our generation. Mm-hmm. Like one of definitely one of my favorite moments is when. Jeff Hardy climbed to the top of that the the structure of like the, the set of Armageddon mm-hmm. on the top of the stage, and he just stood as high as he could, holding that WWE title above his head. Yeah, God, it felt so good. Or when he or when he just got the pin and he like slammed the chair down. Ugh, mm-hmm. ugh, I get chills just thinking about it. Like, yeah, the, there's not many memories uh, of wrestling. I've seen so many, so much wrestling that there's not many like memories and moments that really stick in my brain for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, I still, I can like think of stuff, but like things that like still resonate with me and it's watching like Jeff Hardy's championship celebration the following Friday. Oh um, yeah. That, that just for whatever reason still sticks out in my brain. Um, yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I always feel like, you know, you put them all together uh, you know, you you can do that. And besides that, also, I, I spent all of, you know, last pay-per-view cycles doing Edge, you know, with the youth, right? Edge mm-hmm. putting over the younger stars, Edge having matches with Chad Gable, having matches with Rollins, having matches with Mastiff, having matches with Murphy, uh, with, with alongside New Day and the Viking Raiders, having all these other matches, right? So... My thought process is like, I did all that. He's turned heel and everything. So we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to put him against people that he's associated with. Randy Orton, put him with Jeff Hardy. Um, two guys that I've obviously stolen from uh, SmackDown. 
Um, but also, <laughs> thanks for that, by the way. Of course, no, thank you, because it allows me to do this stuff. It wasn't a thing I had, but now it, it all fits together perfectly and quite nicely. Um, also, I totally didn't just pull up Jeff Hardy winning or anything. That's perfectly fine. Um, moving right along, we got our main event, of course. Shayna Baszler versus Asuka. Rhea Ripley on commentary for this one. Uh, like I said, if Asuka defeats Shayna Baszler, she gets to be joining the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, of course, a lot of lots, my classic saying, lots of back and forth action here. Um, you know, very, very close. Shayna Baszler, I would say Shayna Baszler's in control for the majority of the match. Asuka, of course, gets spurts. Asuka gets more and more spurts uh, of, of, of hotness. What's the term? She gets she gets like uh, like uh, burst of momentum. Sure, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, and uh, you know, of course, Shayna Baszler stands face to face with Rhea Ripley. I imagine there's a height difference there. Um, it's just like Shayna Baszler just ima- I just imagine Shayna Baszler is short for some reason. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit of a stare off there. That distraction, however, leads to Shayna Baszler's downfall when Asuka gets the victory and will be joining the match, the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania Backlash. All right. Yeah, so there we go. All right, triple threat, let's do it. Triple threat, baby. We got. I got. I just realized I announced three matches, three of my five matches at WrestleMania Backlash in this episode. So uh, I'm ready and hyped. I think I've, I think I have announced. I don't I think, have I, I think I, once we get to SmackDown on this, I announced my. La- I only have three matches. We already know of one, and that was Styles and Balor, who are looking for their number one contenders uh, with the tag team battle royal next week. Yeah. Uh, and then the other two are going to get announced once we get to SmackDown. But uh, let's talk about your Raw first. I really liked your Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, like I said, I like the one hand we have, like. The new the newbies we got Keith Lee we got like we got we have like the younger generation and then we also have Jeff Hardy we have Edge we have Orton we have yeah yeah we also have Baszler Oscar Ripley all having this triple threat you know yeah. like it's just you have such a good balance on this show and I think it makes it made for a wonderful uh, Raw thank you I I really strive hard to get that balance is to like mm-hmm. be I really strive hard to use everyone. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big, f- and that's why I'm like a big fan of like, I, you know me, you know my booking style. I am constantly booking factions and uh, three-man teams and putting stuff together. I, I love those those sort of things. Um, maybe Dragon Gate is the promotion for me because I really get six-man tags. Uh, but I'm a, a big person that like loves putting together factions because I like having people do something, mm-hmm. um, you know, and when it makes sense. Like, I mean, I still got a lot of people that <laughs> need to be doing stuff. Uh, but it, it is sort of this thing of like, man, let's let's. Do I mean, this. you can't you can't use everybody all the time, right? No, you cannot. Uh, but I would love to. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, we right now we're building towards WrestleMania Backlash, and then after that, I'm sure you'll have way more opportunity to use uh, more of your roster. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, if that's it, then let's uh, head over to SmackDown. Yeah, why don't we head over to SmackDown? Right over on Friday night, we have Sasha Banks opening up SmackDown with the SmackDown Women's Championship, which does not belong to her right now. No, it does not, sir. <laughs> Good sir, it does not. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. That is not yours. That's not yours. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> 
there's definitely like a sign in the crowd that says that's not yours <laughs> <laughs> like from like a fucking like right out of a wwe video game yeah <laughs> and she grabs a mic and she says what happened at wrestlemania was a fluke sonya never actually won i just lost okay sonya i didn't lose because sonya pinned me i lost because i let my guard down I didn't think Sonya even deserved a shot at my title, so I didn't bother giving her the time of day, and that's why I lost. Sonya Deville didn't beat Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks beat Sasha Banks. Oh. I was the I was the only reason I lost this title in the first place. But now it's in my hands again. Well, well, I mean, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it, I mean, it liter it literally is. In yeah. My hands. Uh, <laughs> Until Sonya Deville proves that she could beat me while I'm at my very best, she doesn't deserve to have this championship. Sonya Deville, of course, has something to say and comes to the entrance ramp to respond. Sasha, you know what I think? I think you're spending too much time making excuses for losing. You got so used to beating anyone in your path that when someone, fi that when someone finally got the better of you, you cracked. You spent all this time talking about how you're the boss and how you're the best thing to happen to SmackDown. And with all that talk, you got in your own head. You stopped putting in the work once you got to the top. But what you didn't see was me scaling that mountain, making my way to you, and working my ass off for our match at WrestleMania. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and all that hard work paid off. I got to the top of the mountain. And now that someone took your spot, you're in denial. You and me both know I'm the rightful champion, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make your delusional ass see it too. You want a rematch? You got it. Sasha Banks versus Sonya Deville. WrestleMania backlash. And when I beat you again, you'll see that Sasha Banks isn't the boss anymore. She drops the mic and leaves. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. L killer promo out of Sonya Deville here. I, I think... I, I, the kind of promo I feel like that you really needed to have for Sonya to really just, like, establish her. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, re establish her as the champion. Establish her who she is. I scaled that mountain. I climbed it. I got there. I did it. You know, I, I like that. That that the, the confidence. I think, mm -hmm. if anything, of Sony Deville, like, if you put boil Sony Deville down to one thing, it is confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think you exuded that uh, quite well. Yeah, I, the, I, I like the the confidence word, but another like the the big one I'm going uh, it, it's confidence and it's like just determination. You know, like mm -hmm. it's heart. That that's what I want out of Sony the Bill. Ah, Undertale. Yes, great game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da -da -da -da. <laughs> After that, we got match number one. It is a tag team match between the team of Brizongo and the Grizzled Young Vets from NXT UK. Oh yeah, did you pick them up? <laughs> you picked them I didn't up. I pick right? them up. I'm I'm I I, I look. Listen, we're doing this whole tag team battle royal thing. AJ AJ and Balor already said. No matter where you're from, if you want a shot, come try to get your uh, wife yes. into this battle royal. Uh, yes. So I'm trying to bring in teams from I'm picking picking teams from all over here. Mm -hmm. The grizzled, the grizzled young veterans, the, the soon, young veterans, yeah. soon to be <laughs> your SmackDown. Uh, uh, great. However, Brizongo does it this. Hype him up! Hype him up! After after the match, Brizongo. Uh, Brizongo grab mics and Breeze says, Hey champs, 
We want in that battle royal. We just crushed these morons into the ground. And a couple of weeks ago, we beat the very team that endorsed you so highly. Fandango speaks up and says, this isn't the last of our wins. We're a completely different team than we used to be. We got sick of being treated like a joke, so we stepped our game up, and we don't plan on slowing down anytime soon, and we're going to do whatever it takes to get into that battle royal. There we go. There we go. You love to see mm-hmm. it. Uh, who, who? Just to clarify, who? How? Who? How do you determine who's in the ma- money? The not money. The bank, but the uh, battle royal. There. It is. Who's? Who's the it, the the judges? The judge jurors the, and and judge judies. The judges are the champs themselves. The judge. The, it has been established that the judges of who makes it into this battle royal are Styles and Valor. Okay, that's what I thought, but I just want to double check. They are like the guards at the gate. Okay, basically. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have a singles match between Humberto Carrillo and Drake Maverick, and Humberto Carrillo picks up the victory. Okay. Well, Humberto getting a little bit more of a push. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, before he got injured, he did, I mean, he was helping Sami Zayn win the Universal Championship, you know? That's I'm trying true. to trying to get Humberto Carrillo back to, like, a a, a state of that, that caliber state, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, trying to make a name for Humberto Carrillo again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we have a video package with Dave Mastiff working out in the gym, showing us. Yeah, showing baby. Us probably an absolutely insane workout regimen. Yeah, baby. Show me the beef. Oh, he's he's going hard. Like it. I I don't. I I obviously we talked about. We we already talked about uh the 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 flab I have developed from the <laughs> pandemic and the pandemic alone. So clearly, I have no idea what happens in a gym. But I'm sure Dave Mastiff has some crazy workout he's showing us. He's uh, Dave Mastiff is like doing, um, like dips, like he's doing he's doing dips, working out the triceps and whatnot. But he uh, has like a chain and a, a chain around his neck that's like going yeah. down to like hold like a fifty pound <laughs> plate. Yeah, he's, he's got like a chain around his shoulders, and then on the ends of on the ends of either end of the chain is like a like a like a twenty five pound weight or something. Yeah, and he's just he's just dipping. He's just <laughs> dipping. Uh, he's going super hard and working his ass off. Then he takes a seat on a on a bench press, uh, drinks some water, and he grabs his title. Yes, he brings the title to the gym. What of it? Uh, <laughs> it's always the with title, him. It's his title. Would, it's in his bag. It's his it's motivation. Bag. It's motivation, baby. Uh, he grabs the title, throws it over his shoulder, and says, since I won this title at WrestleMania, not a singular person has wanted to challenge me. I've been looking for challengers, and I've got to say I'm a bit disappointed. I wanted to be a fighting champion and a champion the WWE Universe could be proud of, yet I haven't had a single title fight. That is until last week last week i got a very interesting knock on my door from a person i have a ton of respect for a person who is a veteran of this business and is at the top of his class when it comes to his wrestling style now i don't want to spoil the surprise but next week you're all gonna see a fight nay you're gonna see a war and i can't wait to finally become the fighting champion you all deserve it's gonna be my personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> my personal Lord and Savior, a vet, me, in this myself, business. Dave Mastiff, <laughs> a vet, a vet in this business, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's back from the grave, ready for war yet again. <laughs> yep. yep, perfect. That's a Civil War joke, everybody. <laughs> That's a, thanks, Ryan. 
Thank you for explaining your joke. Yeah, you're welcome. That, that's I'm, a, sure, I'm sure that just made it funnier. Well, yeah, that's how comedy works. Yep. Let 100%. me let me let me ma- mansplain comedy to you, Mikey. <laughs> Ryan, what's the number one rule of comedy? Always explain your jokes. <laughs> no, that's when you cut me off and say timing in the wrong, at the wrong time. Oh, can you do uh, that again then? <laughs> like, oh, you want you want me to do it again? Yeah, yeah. Ryan, timing. What's the of- Perfect. <laughs> I blew up my audio. <laughs> After that video, we're package, idiots, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we're 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 idiots making an idiot podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Anyway, after that, we got uh, match number three, which is Timothy Thatcher, uh, newly newly debuted SmackDown superstar Timothy Thatcher taking on King Corbin. Mm. Uh, and Timothy Thatcher picks up the victory here. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You got to defeat King Corbin. After the match, and after that match, we get a backstage interview with Thatcher, who has Sheamus and... Oh, by the way, Thatcher... In his match, uh, he comes to the he comes to the like he enters with Strong and Sheamus, but then I think they're like one of those teams who have like re- enough respect for each other to know they can handle themselves in the ring. Yeah. So like they don't follow each other to the ring or like stay ringside. They all kind of like come out together and then whoever's not fighting like be like good luck and then they go to the back. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what happens. Yeah. Uh, after the match, we get an interview with Thatcher, who has Sheamus and Strong with him this time. Uh, they they come meet him in the back. Uh, they the interviewer asked. Uh, Thatcher why he came to Smackdown uh, he says I came to Smackdown for two reasons the first was because Roderick Strong over here came to me in the performance center while I was working out and told me about Undisputed Era and how they were getting a little big for their britches and that he needed a hand keeping them humble how can I deny an invitation like that however I will say that's not the only reason I said yes I've had my eye on SmackDown for a while now, and one superstar in particular has caught my interest as of late. He has a prize that has history like no other, and now that I'm here on SmackDown, I finally get the chance to face him toe-to-toe in the ring and show the whole world what Timothy Thatcher is made of. The interviewer then asks about Undisputed Era. Well, and uh, Thatcher responds, well, after what Strong has told me about them and after seeing what they said about these two last week, I think it's time we put them in their place once and for all. Strong has been in talks with GM Page, and well, let's just say at WrestleMania Backlash, Undisputed Era won't be messing with anyone anymore. And the three of them leave. Okay, there we go. So, we got two things coming out of Timothy Thatcher's uh, broken teeth. Uh, We got (laughs) uh, uh, the setup for a a match of Undisputed Era. Yes, that that is going to confirm the match at WrestleMania Backlash. We have Thatcher, Strong, and Sheamus taking on Undisputed Era. Okay, there we go. Um, love to see it. Um, and then you got Thatcher also saying that he wants to go for some gold, go for some titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he has tagged, he has partners here that he respects, so he could go after in that, in that battle royal there. He mm-hmm. also can go after uh, big, strong boy Dave Mastiff. Uh, he could. He could also go after Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Uh, does he need a challenger? I think, well, well, maybe. Hold on, what was his last thing? Was that WrestleMania versus Kevin Owens? I think mm-hmm. he has, has Sami Zayn been on SmackDown since? Well, there was what, uh, the SmackDown after, uh, he, on the, the return home show, he was opening. Mm. And then that's when, uh, we had the double turn with him and Owens. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 
anyway, after that, after that uh, backstage interview. Oh, sorry, I wasn't done. You also okay. have to do Timothy Thatcher versus Sony and Deville. Uh, I think that'd yep, be a great possibly. technical match, right? I mean, you're talking hundred uh, percent MMA background, Sony Deville. You're talking Timothy Thatcher with whatever background he has, just pure fighter, just pure, pure like grappler. Uh, oh yeah, that is that that would be uh that would absolutely be like a hundred percent like groundwork. You know oh, what yeah. that reminds me of? Thatcher versus Sony Deville would definitely be a blood sport match. Yeah. Well yeah. I if if they did energy stuff at blood sport, that would be a blood sport match. It would definitely be a blood sport kind of match. After after that backstage interview, we have uh the team of Bliss Cross taking on Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Hey, okay. And Bliss Cross picks up the victory. Oh, does this mean Bliss Cross will be challenging for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships? It might mean that Bliss Cross is challenging for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. But if it is, it's not having a my goddamn show. Fair enough. Uh, after that, we have match number five. The main event is another tag team match. We got the Street Profits taking on the Usos. Street Profits taking on the Usos. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is this match... I know, I know, we don't really have control over it because it's all fake. Uh, but I want this to be like a barn burner. Like I want these two to absolutely kick the crap out of each other and take each other to to their limits. Okay. Um, and street profits do pick up the victory here. Uh, but afterwards, uh, the afterwards. Oh, also, uh, AJ and Balor are on commentary for this match. Okay. Uh, after the Street Profits win, them and the Usos hug it out. They ra- they like shake each other's hands for a good match, and then uh, once the match is over, Styles and Balor meet the two teams in the ring. Styles grabs a mic and says, "All four of you guys just went to war in this ring. Teams like you are why we want to do this battle royal. We want the best of the best coming for these championships, and both teams standing in this ring show the determination." heart and absolute grit it takes to be successful in this division Balor walks up to the Street Profits and says Ford, Dawkins, first off congratulations on winning secondly, you prove that you have what it takes to take part in the Battle Royal next week, see you there the Usos look visibly upset and go to leave the ring, AJ stops them and says, where do you two think you're going? Just because you lost doesn't mean you're immediately disqualified from the Battle Royal you two put your heart and soul into that match, and it's clear to both of us that you deserve a spot as well. We'll also see you next week. AJ raises the Usos' hands, and Finn raises the Street Profits' hands, and that is the shot that ends SmackDown. Okay, okay. Big baby faces and Styles and Balor, big stars of the show, putting mm-hmm. over, I'm not going to say these younger talents. I don't think the Usos yeah. really fit the bill in that one, but uh, putting over these talents here. I'd love to see it. Yeah. So, so far, the teams we have confirmed for the Battle Royal are Street Profits, The Usos, and Authentic, which is the new team of uh, Shelton Benjamin and Drew Gulak. You never know. We could see the grizzled, young, grizzled young veterans. Aye, matey. Am I a pirate now? <laughs> <laughs> Getting real piratey all of a sudden. Uh, perfect. Beautiful. Was that it for SmackDown? Uh, yeah, that's all. That was the uh, Finn Finn raising the Street Profits' hands and uh, AJ raising the Usos' hands was the shot that, like, fades out. We have a little bumper at the bottom. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, was concerned, I was concerned the bumper wasn't there. Uh, very nice. You know, putting, you, you use some NXT talents here. 
Uh, always pop for the grizzled, the grizzled young veterans. Humberto's getting a little bit of a thing by defeating Drake Maverick. Dave Mastiff, great promo package of Dave Mastiff. You love to see the big beef. Uh, Thatcher defeating Corbin. Yeah, some you know solid matches here. Some really great promos I really enjoyed. Uh, very good. I liked it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and again, like I should say it always, uh, folks at home, those are our Raw and SmackDown cards. Uh, if you liked one, if you didn't like the other, you can tell us by voting in our poll at CountoutPod on Twitter every single weekend following the release of this episode. On Twitter, there will be a poll pinned to the top of our page that is at CountoutPod yet, yet again. Um, there you can vote on whose card you liked more. Was it my version of Raw? Was it Mikey's version of SmackDown? There you can vote every single weekend to say which one you liked more. So definitely go check that out. That Again, that's at CountOutPod, Twitter.com slash CountOutPod, I believe. Um, so go there as soon as you can to vote. Yeah, and with that out of the way, Mikey, uh, let's get into the dreaded but loved randomizer. Yes, the dreaded but loved randomizer. Uh, it's loved because we don't want it to hurt us. It, it uh, demands respect, I believe. And I'm sure it's loved by the fans who have no negative, who who don't ever get negatively impacted by the randomizer. Oh yeah, I'm 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 sure, I'm sure. Um, it's l- certainly loved by the fans, so you love to see that at the very least. Um, so congratulations to the fans, I guess. Um, <laughs> Um, but it is time to hit the randomizer. Uh, the, of course, that poll that we just discussed about um, that uh, whoever the winners and losers are, the loser will get hit by the randomizer, Mikey. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, let's go and see if we can determine who that's going to happen to, right? Yeah. All right. The results are in, Mikey. And the results say that the winner of last week's episode was the person with the better card was... Friday Night Smackdown, Mikey Man, Freddy the Booker! Alright! Mikey wins! Mikey wins! Mikey Smackdown's wins! a better brand this week. Or, yeah, or at the very least last week. So, uh, yeah. Uh, not happy about it, but uh, alas, the results are in. So, Mikey, um, tell us. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to torture me this week? Ooh, this is a fun one. Ryan! Yes? I have rolled the randomizer on you. Yes. And yes. the result is... Yes. A title match. You must book a title match. A title match? Mm-hmm. A title match. A um, title match. A you t- must have a title match in this episode of Raw. A title match. Not necessarily a title change, but make the title... A title ma- not a title change. A title match. So you are allowed to keep the title. You are allowed to keep every title where it is. Mm-hmm. You just have to have it on the line at some point. Whichever title you you feel like having on the line. Let me look at my titles. Titles. Well, it can't be the Keith Lee Roman. It can't be Keith. It could be Rhea, but I. Well, that... like, technically, it can be Keith Lee Roman. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. You can do whatever title you want. Don't tell me what to do. Even if it's WWE Championship. Mm. Okay. I'm going to. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. The, Mikey, this is what I'm going to do. Let's hear it. This is, the fans are on bated breath, Ryan. This is what I am going to do. Edge of their seats. Edge of their seats. On their toes. 
Hmm. The, the question is though, who do I cut? <laughs> what Holding match do I, waiting for your, What waiting match for your do answer. I What match do I cut to replace with this title match? <laughs> Am I pushing back the LLC story once more? <laughs> we pushing back the bounty match again? <laughs> <laughs> well, cuz here's the thing. Uh well, edge of their seat. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, man. I got it. This is what I'm doing. Jeff Hardy, Robert Roode's gone. Okay. That's out of here. Okay. A big part of my card is gone. The afterwards segment, gone. We're going to do for the title. Hit me. Nia Jax. Tamina. Naturally. With Liv okay. Morgan. Okay. Versus Charlotte Flair and Natalia. You're going you're gonna to borrow my women's tag team champions. No, I'm going to steal them. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to... Use my women's tag team champions in a match for your own gain. Exactly. Uh, Charlotte Flair and do the important. Do the titles change? No, they do not. Flair and Natalia retain. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, after the match, uh, Liv Morgan has a meltdown. <laughs> Liv Morgan has a meltdown, similarly to Ryan when he found out he had to book a title match. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna replace Hardy Rude match, which I think is a better story, but can be pushed to next week mm-hmm. to replace with this women's tag team title match. Okay. Uh, I like the uh, the Alistair Black Champa Boiler Room Brawl match is gonna be main event next week, so I don't want to do that this week. I guess mm-hmm. I I guess I could do it. You could do it and open up a because when when were you gonna do it at Backlash? Yeah, no, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Can I? Am I allowed to? Am I? I, I feel like. Am I locked in or am I? Nah, you could do whatever you want, man. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm keeping Jeff Hardy. Whatever you think makes a better show. Oh man, this is tough. There's gonna be bold changes, sweeping changes. So get ready, Mikey. Stay with me here. Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do that. I get bated breath. Edge of their seats. Everyone's waiting on what you're about to say. What match? I don't freaking know what I'm gonna do. No, I mean you. You had it. You had an answer. It, it. You. You can always go back. Like you can always fall back on that if you want. But if I'm, you have a better idea, again, it no, is all you. No, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna do what I. I'm gonna do the thing. Hardy Rude gets pushed back a week, probably. Um, we're gonna do the women's tag team championship match. Okay. After the match, Liv Morgan has a meltdown, and Jax and Tamina leave her, leave her behind. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, I'm not entirely happening. What I was considering there, Mikey, was pushing the United States Championship Boiler Room match to the main event this week, which could also work. But then I have to move up my Baszler Oscar match, and then also doesn't really solve my problem because I would still in this scenario have to put I in this in the scenario I thought of of like oh put the US title match to the main event this week it means I lose my main event next week I still have to drop a match somewhere uh so I was like I'm just making it more complicated let's just push Jeff Hardy back I can okay. I can do that I can still I think that's still that story still works so yeah that's what I'm going to do uh Jeff Hardy Robert Roode the whole post match promo stuff is gone uh, in his place uh, is a women's tag team championship match. Charlotte Flair and Natalia coming to Raw to defend their titles against Nia Jax and Tamina, former champions, with Liv Morgan in the corner. Flair and Natalia win 
After the match, Liv Morgan has a meltdown in the middle of the ring, and Jax and Tamina leave her behind. Okay. All right. Interesting. Any any takes on that? That's story. Uh, That's story right there. (laughs) Upsetting uh, a a huge, huge split from the, the squad. Yes, yes, huge split from the squad. No, no uh, audio no effect effects here. on this one. No effects. No, it's on not. One. It's not the the good one. It's just the squad. Yep. It's a squad ish. Yeah, it's, it's the square. The st- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me so bad. The square. The, the square. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. That's great. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you love to see it. Um, okay, so that's what we're going to do. All right, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. If you like what we do here, of course, go to your podcast feed of choice and subscribe. Subscribe to whatever podcast feed you choose, uh, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, what have you, and go and listen. Uh, make sure you're going to be able to listen to all the future episodes of Hit the Books, but also, you know, you can look back, look back, listen to other pay-per-views and whatnot as we build to WrestleMania Backlash, so get ready and prepped for that. Um, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, so go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Canada Network where me and Zach Batista. Uh, go dive down the rabbit hole of the independent wrestling scene, and we bring we we bring matches back out for you to watch and for us to review. Uh, it's a great show if you're getting into independent wrestling, or if you've been in, if or if you've been into independent wrestling for a long time. Uh, we we talk about it all. We love doing it, and it, it has been such a fun way for us to get into that scene. Um, we're excited to share that with you. And one more plug. Uh, lately, I have been streaming Pokemon Snap over on my Twitch channel, Sigiled Scryfish. Sigiled Scryfish. S-I-G-I-L-E-D-S-C-R-Y-F-I-S-H. Uh, so go check that out if you're into uh, uh, Pokemon streams, because that's mostly what I do. <laughs> yes, no, great streaming over there. I love Pokemon Snap. I'm glad it's returned with a vengeance. Uh, yeah. love to see it and also speaking to Independent Waters definitely go check it out even if you just need like match recommendations you know listening you know listening to whether or not you people you know other people like something is always a good helpful thing uh, and speaking also- of match recommendations uh, if if you happen to have any send it to us over on the Count Up Twitter at Count Up Pod uh, if you suggest a match for Independent Waters we will shout you out on the show so okay. let us know if, if you have any matches you want us to take a look at uh, you can also listen to other shows on the network, such as G1 and Only, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, uh, and of course, if you have any other ideas for shows that you want to do or help develop with us and make sure, you know, help develop those shows or you just want to write about wrestling, you know, always let us know. You know, tw- Our DMs mm-hmm. are always open on Twitter at CountOutPod. You can also email us, CountOutNetwork at gmail.com. Uh, I believe that is it, uh, Mikey, for this week. Uh, So, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We'll be right back next week with an all-new The Go-Home Show of Hit the Books before WrestleMania Backlash. So strap in, folks. Get ready. We love you all. We'll see you next time. But until then, we've got two words for you. Book it.
This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.